0: Podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. And dear listener, as you can probably hear, I have a little extra spring in my, well not step because I'm not going anywhere, I'm sitting on the couch. I have a little spring in my bottom. No, that's not really appropriate. It makes me sound like Tigger. Although I will say the wonderful thing about Tiggers is Tiggers are wonderful things. So there's that. But I'm a little extra bouncy and a little up tonight, and I will be happy to tell you why. You can probably guess, but you will probably be wrong. But first, I would like to ask you, James, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty
1: well, and I'm just feeding off of your happiness and enjoying it and looking forward to what you have to say. Yeah, so uh, how was your week? It was really good, real quick. I was, for the first time in a long time, I was able to do some hockey practice the other day. And I uh, proudly wore my Hit the Deck shirt, so it was a little promotion for us. Nice. Hopefully some people saw that. Which well, one? Awesome. The uh, Next Generation version.
0: Ah, the Star Trek shirt. Yes, okay. The,
1: yes, and uh, it was great to get out there for about an hour and a half or so. And I'm really rusty, but it was looking forward to getting back in the swing of things and joining you guys in the LIQ.
0: Well, we are looking forward to having you back. Everybody always asks about you, and I'm sure your presence will be most welcome back out there on the deck, as it were.
1: Much appreciated, and sure. also just one other real quick thing too. Yeah, sure. My brother, well, th- my brother happens to work for Sirius, but uh, we have a subscription to Sirius XM Radio, and mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the man named Howard Stern, by any chance? But I'm a fan of his, and I listen uh, almost daily. And he has, because basically he helped put Sirius XM on the map. He has his own two channels, so in order to fill those channels, there's programming all day during the week, and so on and so forth. He so they play. Two? They play replays of, of uh highlights of old broadcasts and so on. Mm-hmm. So happened to be listening and in nineteen ninety five, Coolio performed live his song Gangster's Paradise. Now I'm sure it was early in the morning and, and whatever it's I'm and imagine that it's very hard to sing when it's early in the morning and I things just, like that. I
0: just wanna interject. I'm no Coolio expert, but I believe it's gangsta's paradise.
1: Pardon me, you're right. Thank you for that. Anyway, sure and enough. if you're not familiar, dear listener out there, but the American Rhino did a live version of Amish Paradise, which is Weird Al's excellent version of Gangsta's Paradise. It's
0: parody, yes.
1: Uh, yes. And the American Rhino, you just nailed it. It was fantastic, wonderful, excellent performance. And I just want you to know that you actually beat Coolio at his own game. So well done, sir. Uh,
0: Well, you know, don't hate the player. Hate... Th- <laughs> Uh, or actually, I guess you're not hating on the player or the game. You're just kind of respect get game, recognize game, recognize game. That That's a thing. I've heard that expression before. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thank you for that. Although, as you said, it was not early in the morning and, uh, you know, I, I was, I don't know, maybe at that point he's probably performed that song how many times, Maybe his heart wasn't in it. My heart was most definitely in it when I did it for my fundraiser for my youth group, and yeah. So it was just you know it was fun times, and I appreciate the compliment there, James.
1: Yeah, and Coolio's defense too. He wasn't bad. It wasn't like he, he wasn't singing well or didn't know the words or anything like that. It was a good performance. It's just that yours was better. That's all. all right, I, just, I well, just wanted you to know that.
0: <laughs> I I appreciate that.
1: Thank you. You got it. So please let us know what's going on. Why are you so happy? Well, you, James, to be in that as, mood all the time,
0: as you know. We are right smack dab in the midst of a World Junior Deck Hockey Championship tournament featuring men and women. And that is not actually the reason why I'm so happy. Uh, we will get to that shortly, though, dear listener. That, that, that will not go uncommented on. But uh, no, actually, James, I, I, I just wanted to. So just to preface this slightly, I have a seven year old daughter. I've mentioned her before on the podcast, but she likes to watch. She doesn't watch a lot of television. We do limit the amount of television she's allowed to watch, her, her screen time, as it were. But one of the things that she's been watching lately is something called Loud House, which is a cartoon on Nickelodeon. And I only mention that because while she's watching this, there have recently been commercials for another program that was going to air and has since aired on Nickelodeon. And that is what I was watching while I was setting up for this very podcast. And that is none other than Double Dare. No way. It is back. Oh, cool. Double Dare is back. And it is, well, not hosted per se, but Mark Summers is one of the hosts of the show. He is uh, he is now in the, uh, I guess you would call it the Harvey role. He, he's He's kind of like the sidekick host where huh. you know he does the announcing and he kind of explains stuff and what have you, whereas there's a a young woman who is the actual host who asks the questions and kind of facilitates the physical challenges and explains the the stunts and stuff. So uh yeah it's it, i I I was grinning from ear to ear watching it, and I was cheering those kids on here in my living room. And I was oh, it brought me back. I really, I was so happy to be able to watch Double Dare again.
1: Fantastic! That's really good news.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a little silly, you know. I am a, uh, I am gonna be thirty eight in in a couple of months, but um, nevertheless, you know, I I I I, I, mm, I do the- love Double Dare.
1: That's the beauty of it, because now, like Mark Summers, I guess, is on the other side of it now. Is, is, so are we. I mean, we grew up with it, and now our children, or if you're blessed enough to have children, can enjoy it. So that, that's, that's great. Maybe you guys could even compete. You yeah, never know.
0: Maybe, maybe in another 10 years or so, they'll bring back Legends of the Hidden Temple or <laughs> hey, uh, Guts.
1: Yeah, it, whatever. That, that seems to happen all the time when one generation gets a little bit older and they want to pass on good stuff from their childhood to the next generation, these things usually kind of come back, which is nice. So that that's a good thing.
0: Speaking of Legends of the Hidden Temple, I actually am going with my sister to 90s night at the Brooklyn Cyclone Stadium, MCU Park. And that's in a, um, July 20th, I think it is. And we got... A package. This was not general admission. This was a special package that you had to purchase. But we both got the package that gets you a mini bobblehead Olmec statue and a shrine of the silver monkey puzzle. <laughs> so we are both looking forward to that immensely.
1: Excellent. Yeah, the Cyclones. They, we, which we've said this in the past on uh, Hit the Deck, because it, it's true. They do excellent, an excellent job at their promotions. And that's just one example of the thought and care that goes into it too.
0: Yeah. I actually got a few years ago, I went to nineties night and they were raffling off the jerseys that they were wearing that night, which were, I think like, I would say double dare inspired, definitely Nickelodeon inspired, but uh, I would say double dare was the predominant kind of stylistic inspiration for those jerseys. And I, I won one. So I have one of those 90s Nickelodeon-esque uh, jerseys hanging in my closet, which is pretty cool. That's so awesome, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank That's, you. that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll show it to you sometime. Or you know what? Maybe I will, I will post an Instagram picture of that jersey so all can enjoy it. How's that for promotion of the podcast? Just wanted to drop in a quick editor's note here. In fact, it was a Guts-themed jersey, not a Double Dare-inspired jersey, something I should have remembered because as part of that night's promotional giveaway, I also got a piece of the aggro crag, both of which you can see right now on the official Hit the Deck Instagram account. So go right over there and check out Hit the Deck on Instagram if you want to check those out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled broadcast.
1: Thank you, Uncle American Rhino.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, as I said before I started going on about Double Dare, as I said, I was also noting that we are right in the midst of an international deck hockey tournament, and that is going to be a focus of this podcast. So rather than just beat around the bush, what say we, you know, do something that we haven't done nearly enough of lately and get right to our starting lineup? I like it. I mean, it's already it's already been 10 minutes. I was talking about Double Dare for 10 minutes. Why don't you stop me, James? Why do you let me do these things?
1: Because for about seven minutes I was jabbering. So it was my own fault. Let's go.
0: (laughs) Okay, so for our starting lineup in goal, as ever, I am number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey, and of course, my groovy co-host on defense. Number four, I'm James. Sajayzi. a Groovy was more of a 60s thing than the 90s. But, you know, whatever. Well, Bell Bottoms
1: made a comeback in the 90s. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, you're not very grunge or. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't even I grew up in the 90s and I don't even have the frame of reference to be able to call you something from the 90s. I'm sorry. I wasn't really paying attention.
1: I preferred the 80s anyway, but that's fine.
0: <laughs> I grew up, honestly, honest to God, I grew up on oldies music. I didn't even know what classic rock was until high school. And I, you know, did not pay any attention to 90s pop culture around me really at all. So I, I it's not an excuse, but that's the explanation there. All right. Well, um, that being the case, let's drop this bit of nonsense and jump into something that I do know a little bit about and uh, that is deck hockey so to facilitate that conversation James could I impose upon you to please tell us what is on deck for this podcast no imposition at all sir thank you kindly
1: deck success a couple of incredible deck tournaments were held last weekend and the American Rhino and I go over some of the many highlights congratulations Lou Harviton! and 2018 ISBHF BHWC At the recording of this podcast, as the American Rhino said, the 2018 Ball Hockey World Cup has just begun. Jackie Spiegel and the Team USA Under-20 women, along with two Under-16 U.S. boys teams, are battling world-class competition in the Czech Republic from June 28th through July 1st. Best of luck, American boys and girls, and that's what's on deck. Thank
0: you, James. You're welcome, sir. That is a lot of letters you just said there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I-S-B-H-F-B-H-W-C. <laughs> it reminded
1: me of, uh, there was a YouTube post of, uh, speaking of Next Generation, as we mentioned before, where they had Captain Picard and, and, you know, he goes into the captain's log and he says the date and stuff like that. And they just made it sound like the date kept going on and on and on. <laughs> that, that, that that That's what it was, uh, that's what it felt like.
0: Well, you nailed it. So congratulations. Well, thank you. And we're not there yet, but I do want to just highlight something that you, you kind of said there, and it's something that I've been using as well to describe this tournament, the under-16 boys and the under-20 women. So in in the tournament, technically, it's the under-20 girls. But uh, I think if you're 19 years old, you're a woman. So, And if you're out there playing hockey uh, against the best uh, – from around the world, you're a woman. So I say we give them the respect that they're due.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: All right. Well, enough of that. And we will, well, not enough, but let's table that conversation and everything surrounding that for just a little while. Because if I recall correctly, the first thing we need to do is give some kudos to a friend of the podcast, Lou Harviden.
1: Yeah, as we mentioned in uh, HTD 101, when Lou himself came on, to promote the-
0: You can just talk over me when I do stuff like that. That's fine. No, that's not fair. And and Lou
1: appreciates that. So I want to get out of your way. <laughs> I was saying Lou earns. So yeah, so the CSH had the 2018 Summer Slapper, and that was again on the Saturday, June 23rd, and it was a great success. So Lou himself, actually, we wanted to surprise you, Lou, but uh, you went above and beyond and gave us a summary of the highlights. So- we're going to relay that to the dear listener out there, so this is thanks to Lou, and it came straight from the source himself.
0: Actually, can I read this in the style of, like, a 1940s news reporter? Please do. The Checkers outlasted the Hornets in a hard-fought game in the 90-plus degree Carolina Heat and emerged victorious by a score of 4-1. to Brian Bergner was named MVP and took home the coveted Silver Skinner Trophy, there are reports that he slept with the trophy a la Ovechkin, but are as yet unconfirmed. Also lose first championship in any form of street ball and deck hockey, and also they ended up raising well over $300 in the form of registration fees and separate donations, which is a good start for the CSH Growth Initiative. And that's the report from the Summer Slapper. Back to you, James.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. I hope you enjoyed that, Lou, as much as I did.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's fantastic. Thank you, American Rhino. I amuse myself, really. That's what I set out to do here. Anybody else that's entertained is just cake.
1: Yeah. And and again, if you missed any of that great stuff, either replay that or you can follow what Lou was posting and the CSH were were posting during their tournament. And we tried to convey that too on our Facebook and Twitter as well. But uh, congratulations, Lou, for the success and for winning the tournament. That's an excellent story and well-deserved, too, because as you heard in HTD 101, that they have a lot of things going on a lot of future plans, and a lot went into the Summer Slapper, especially because it was supposed to be Memorial Day weekend. It got threatened by weather, so they had to cancel it, and they were rewarded with a great day, and the weather cooperated as well, so well done all around.
0: Oh, let's face it, James. Everybody was there for the barbecue. Did you oh, see yeah. those uh, briskets that were being prepared and rubbed up good for the grilling there on our Facebook page?
1: Yeah, that excellent point. As a matter of fact, Lou did post, oh, boy, that, that just looks spectacular. And uh, my brother, he's really, really into grilling and, and smoking and all that stuff, uh, so he could appreciate that even more. And, Smoking's and I just bad like for you, James. Stuff. No, 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 not, not that kind of smoking. You like, should uh, tell brisket. your brother
0: that vaping is all the rage now.
1: I think that's bad, too, but no, like uh, for barbecuing, if you will, and grilling and and that stuff. So, But, yeah, that, that looks spectacular, the brisket.
0: Although I will say, since Lou was the tournament organizer and he was on the winning team, I'm not going to say the fix was in, but you do have to ask the question, right? Uh, no, not not in this case. Uh, no, you don't have to ask the question? It's
1: optional? No, it's optional, yeah. Right. I mean, and, and again, if you don't believe us, you could go back and listen to uh, HDD 101.
0: Prove us wrong, Lou. Prove us wrong. Lou's a good dude. He'd, he'd
1: never... He's too too good a guy to do something like that. So, And uh, if he did, then, you know, I tip my cap to him for being so stealthy and, and clever. So, well
0: I would actually like to know what the Silver Skinner trophy is. So if you could write back in, Lou, and let us know what that is, we, we would like to know. He did
1: post that as well, and it's awesome. So, um, did he? Gonna...
0: I missed that. I'm sorry. That's fine. Will you that, describe it for us, James?
1: I don't want to I'll I'll try and repost it if possible because it's just that cool to look at and and uh, it's indescribable. I I wouldn't do it justice to just say what it is. So Am um, I am I right in assuming again,
0: I, it's just a a silver-coated principal Skinner from the Simpsons?
1: No, no, no. Um I, I believe it was a forward, and uh, forgive me for not knowing his first name, who played for. Seymour. His, Caro- his first name was Seymour. No, 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 no. Oh, not right. not, not right. the Simpsons guy. The uh, hockey player for the Carolina Hurricanes. And it was a bobble... All right. It was Seymour a bobblehead. Skinner doll.
0: played for the Carolina Hurricanes? No, I missed that episode. I don't, I don't know the
1: man's first name <laughs> offhand. The hockey player, the Carolina Hurricane player. It has nothing to do with yellow, silly cartoons that have been on the air for way too long and have outlasted their funniness. But. Anyway, that, that's a whole other situation. We'll, we'll post it for you. It's worth, and there's an American flag in it and everything. You'll love that and appreciate it. So really. It's, what it's about cool.
0: general manager Chalmers? Is he, uh, okay. All right. I will, I will suspend this bit. Thank you. Uh, another great tournament that
1: happened on the same weekend, as it turns out. And again, Gary and I talked about this in HTD 92 called Light the Lamp. And there was an article written by Chris Lewis of the CBN cbncompass.ca, and this was held in Bay Roberts, Newfoundland. And again, if you need some more background on that, you can go check that out on uh, Hit the Deck 92. But this was due because there was another tournament that was not going to be held in 2018, maybe not even in the future, called Play On. And the people of Bay Roberts said, hey, that's not cool, so we're going to do our own tournament. And this one was a rousing success.
0: They decided to play on. Absolutely, they
1: did. And it was excellent. Uh, Bay Roberts Recreation Committee, led by director Ian Flynn. And again, when we talked about this in 92, they were planning for months for the tournament when they heard that play on ball hockey tournament was canceled. And they came up with their own solution to that called Light the Lamp. And it was... Above and beyond their expectations. Awesome. Yeah, over 100 teams played with players ranging from the ages of 5 to 15. And teams were consistently coming and going out of uh, one of three playing areas from 9.30 in the morning until 6 o'clock at night. And they even prepared for indoor facilities if needed because they were expecting anything from rain to snow, believe it or not. And this was the weekend of June 23rd and 24th. But uh, the Canada, weather was ladies gorgeous. and gentlemen. Canada. yeah yes sir and uh, so everything was outside under the beautiful sun and Saturday's games were random so if you whoever you played it was totally had nothing to do with anything else besides uh, okay this team's ready and that team's ready so go at it but Sunday's games and this was a two-day tournament by the way, Sunday's games were paired up based by the results of the previous day's games and the reason why is Flynn said that was done to make the games fair and as much fun as possible.
0: So was this a tournament? Was there a winner? Or was it just get as many people to play as many people as possible?
1: A little bit of both. I think the idea exactly was about growing the game, which is what this podcast is all about as well, specifically ball hockey, deck hockey. And that's what Play On was all about. And so to make it more interesting and more fun, they I guess they just figured let's have a tournament round robin thing and, and reward the team that plays the best. So it was really win-win. And they had a lot more people show up than expected and fans watching, and and just everything really fell into place. It was much like the Summer Slapper, and it was run so well, and it was so successful that this, Light the Lamp, will be its own annual event. And Play On, uh, it's ironic, but yeah, like you said, for whatever reason, that wasn't funded anymore. At least it was suspended for this year. As Again, you could listen to that again in uh, HTD 92, but I think Light the Lamp just ate their lunch.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, this is going to sound cliche, but I think any time you're playing hockey is a win-win. My worst day playing hockey is better than a lot of other days that I've had doing other things. So, you know what? Awesome. It's great that they could grow the game. It's great that they had such great sportsmanship and and they were so fair and even-handed. And I'm really glad that it was a success. Amen to that. Speaking of things that are a great success and uh, tournaments, what's our other topic for this podcast, James?
1: Yeah, well, American Rhino, I'm hoping that you take the lead on this one since you are the American Rhino and, uh, you know, we're good friends with Jackie Spiegel. And I think I talked a little bit too much in the previous bit. So,
0: yeah, I, I did that before, that uh, 40s or whatever reporter. Maybe it was even earlier than that. But I did that reporter bit. So, you know, I, I, I talked. Yeah, but
1: that was good and entertaining. Anyway, yeah, this is the 2018 International Street and Ball Hockey Federation Ball Hockey World Cup.
0: Now, this takes place in the Czech Republic. I don't know where in the Czech Republic, but if you recall last year, they had the, I guess, not under, not. it wasn't, last year wasn't the juniors. Last year was the regulars. I don't know, I don't know how, how you, how do you categorize like the players that are in their prime? Like, is there a term for that? I don't know. But um, last year you had the kind of right, re- the main tournament for uh, this. And it was also in the Czech Republic. It was in Pardubice, or Pardubitsa or Pardubits or Pardubitsy or Paradubits or, Pardubits or somewhere in the Czech Republic that we never quite figured out how to pronounce. And not
1: our fault either, because the American Rhino did such an excellent job of keeping us all up to date daily. And the hours that these games were played were really ridiculous for our part of the globe. So thank you for that. And the American Rhino literally heard how many different pronunciations of uh, There was at least city? three. Yeah, so there you go. I, we do know where this tournament is being held in two cities of the Czech Republic. I don't know how to pronounce them either, but one is spelled Z-L, and I guess that's an I with a little thing on top of it, Z-L-I-N, and the other one is spelled P-R with a little thing on top of the R, E-R, regular R. OV. So P R E R O V and Z A L I N. So it's
0: like Zline and Prerov. I don't know. Okay, let's just assume that's correct. Yes. Uh in yeah, lacking any better information. But uh <laughs> yes, yeah, so in these two places ball hockey is being played and the US has sent 3 teams this year. Two men's, or boys, I guess, since they are under 16. Two boys under 16 teams, which are red and blue. And a women's under 20 team. And uh, all have played so far. The tournament just started yesterday, I believe. And so uh, the women have played, I guess both, both boys' teams have played, and the women played two games today. So we have some results for those games, James?
1: Yes, as a matter of fact. And, and again, at, at the recording of this podcast, the tournament is just going on this weekend. So we're really as, uh, as, at the beginning of it. But um, yes, the under 16 boys teams, USA Blue is 1-1 one and, one, and USA Red is 1-0. and oh, And for the women, they are 1-1 one one as well as, yes, they played two games in one day to kick off their tournament.
0: Yeah, so I I did not see either of the USA Blue games, but I did catch the tail end of the USA Red game against Canada and the Team US team, which is redundant, won 2-0 and the Canadian team did not take that well. (laughs) They they were not pleased about that loss. They were getting in, like, they took some penalties late, I guess, out of frustration. And then after the final whistle, one of the Canadian players started shoving and getting into it with some of the USA guys and had to be kind of escorted off the deck and convinced, you know, walked back to the, like, after the game, teams line up for, I guess, the they pick, like, an MVP of each team, and then the winning team's anthem gets played. So th- this is for all the games for both, you know, men and women. So I, it looked like the kid had to be walked back out to that line by a coach in order to, you know, show proper respect.
1: Well, good for the coach.
0: Yeah. And you know, I mean, I get it. It's frustrating. You know, if, if it and they are kids. Let's not forget that. You know, if, if we're un- talking under 16, you're, you're talking 15, 14, 13, probably. So. You're still maturing emotionally, but, you know, sportsmanship is a thing. So you can't like nobody likes to lose, but don't be a jerk. You know, don't be that guy.
1: There you go. That's right. Listen to the American Rhino.
0: And like I said, I didn't see the blue teams. I'm very happy that they were one and one. You know, hopefully they can build on that. I believe they won the first game and lost the second game. Is that right? Yes. Okay. which mirrors what happened with the women. Now, the women, the under 20 women's team, played two games today, as we record Thursday. And the first game, they played Great Britain and they blew the doors off. They won 4 0. It was actually the first period was very competitive. And then in the second period, the wheels kind of fell off for Britain. And the third, they just kind of mopped up. But so there's two things I want to point out here. One, if you remember uh, a couple of weeks ago when there, you know, these these players, let's call them big brothers and sisters were playing an international tournament in Moscow, the US team played the Czech team and I kind of went on a little rant because when they scored the third goal, which was a good goal, it was a sick dangle and you know, it was worthy of respect as a good goal. The Czech women like put on this Team celebration where they dropped down on their backs and sort of like bicycle kicked up in the air in a circle right next to the goalie. And I thought that was very disrespectful and I went on a huge rant. So, just to kind of the reason I bring that up is because it was basically the same goal for the, the US team today against Great Britain. It was, uh, you know, kind of a, a breakaway with a dangle that got pulled back and tucked in around the goalie. And you know the the team came together and hugged each other for a um, you know a few seconds, but then they just went right back in business as usual because you don't embarrass the other team. You don't do that. That's that's poor sportsmanship. That's not a thing that you do. It's you know it's not okay. So I just since those two plays mirrored each other, and that was also the third goal to go up three nothing, which was the exact same situation as with a couple of weeks ago in the reverse. So I, I just. I wanted to bring attention to that and I wanted to commend those women for being good sports. And uh, you know what? I also want to commend the Great Britain goalie, the, the the British goalie because she got hammered, you know, she had a like she gave up four goals, but right in at the end she was a gamer. You know, she was she was like she made some great stops and and she did not quit at the end of that game when they were getting blown out. And the U.S. team was still pressing, I guess, I assume because goal differential counts. But they, you know, they, they played hard to the buzzer and that goalie matched them shot for shot in the third period. And, you know, credit to her for not giving up.
1: Absolutely. And, and again, that has a lot to do with the coaching and what kind of players that these women are. And that's the beauty of deck hockey right there and of hockey in general. That's exactly right. That's the way it's supposed to be played. And and you got to take your lumps with your successes as well.
0: So, yeah, fast forward now six hours because the women's team played two games today, the American team. And unfortunately, the second game did not go quite as well. The final score wound up being Czech Republic five, U.S. one. And I bring that up. Because I just talked about the Czech Republic and I credit to them. There was one play that I thought was a little, you know, poor sporting wise where uh, their two players were battling in the corner for uh, a loose puck. And it looked to me, you know, there was some contact, but it looked to me like the Czech player took a dive and drew a penalty for it. And then one of her line mates came over as she was jogging off the deck and they kind of fist bumped each other. Mm. So, like, you know, that didn't sit too well with me. But on the whole, I will say that, you know, because because I hammered the Czech Republic so badly a couple of weeks ago, I will say Deservedly so. on the whole, they were very professional and, you know, they, they played. They were pretty sporting. They didn't do anything you know, crazy or, or out of line. And uh, I just, you know, credit where it's due. You know, they didn't rub it in anybody's face. They were just, they were happy to win, but they didn't, you know, take it too far. And uh, I I will also say that I don't know if this is a Czech thing or just a YouTube thing, but looking through the comments on YouTube, the Czech fans on the stream were, well, let's just call them what they were, trolls. But, uh, you know, that's, You know, you find those kind of people as fans of all sports all over the world. So I can't hammer them too hard. Just all the 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 only parallel I will draw. And I know I seem to be hammering the checks and I apologize, but I'm just calling out their track record last year in Pardubica or whatever at the tournament. There was one game where a call went against the Czechs and like garbage littered the deck surface. The fans threw stuff all over and that wasn't cool. So, you know, they're passionate about their hockey. I get that. But there is a pattern of bad behavior there. So that's something to keep an eye on, I think. And also worth noting, just as a footnote, not that this is an excuse per se, but it is an interesting coincidence that the U.S. team and the Czech team both played two games today. However... The U.S. had six hours between games, and they were pretty visibly tired out on the deck. The Czech team, the host team, coincidentally had 12 hours between games. No. So, uh, you know, they seem to have a little more pep, and I'm sure it's just a coincidence.
1: Sure. But, uh,
0: you know, that that was the tale of the tape today. Wink, and, wink. And since I am giving kind of a, a scouting report, and I am trying to be honest and, and uh, fair to everybody, I will say I was a little disappointed, understandably so, but I was a little disappointed. It seemed to me that the American goalie, after she gave up the third goal, she kind of gave up a little bit. Just because I was praising the Great Britain goalie for not doing that earlier, I I, I just want to kind of, you know, acknowledge that it did seem like the American goalie kind of threw in the towel a little bit once they went down 3-0. Although, in her defense, until midway through the third period... Almost the whole game was played in the U.S. zone. Like there were very few opportunities, you know, just shots, you know, breakout attempts, let alone, you know, good scoring chances. There were very few opportunities for the American players to have generate any kind of offense. And as a goalie, I will say that it can be demoralizing. I mean, it's as a goalie, it's your job to stop every shot, regardless of what the score is or how much time there is or how much you've, you know, given up or whatever it's your job to stop every shot but it can be a little demoralizing when you're out there working your tail off you're not getting a break and you're saying to yourself come on just give me one just give me something give us a chance to get back in this game and uh, you know i don't i don't blame her for that per se yes yes the, there's a there's a question from the the gentleman in brooklyn it sounds like it's fatigue more than
1: anything else no would, when you feel that would be the Yeah, uh, sure.
0: Fatigue definitely plays a role. Don't get me wrong there. You know, there's you can be tired and that will that'll definitely contribute to your state of mind and and contribute to the ability of your team to play in front of you. And I'm not assigning any blame to anybody here. I'm just saying from where I was sitting watching the game, you know, the. it. It looked like there was a, you know, a, a definite mental choice to kind of let up a little bit, you know, to despair a little bit on behalf of the U.S. goalie. I'm not saying she's a bad goalie. I'm not saying, you know, that that she she blew anything. I'm just saying, you know, to me, maybe she was half a step slow on, on one or two of those final goals because she wasn't, you know, 100 percent mentally.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Just from my two cents. And again, I didn't see the game. It, it just from being there, it sounds like that. I don't know what it's like to be a goalie and, and have all that gear on or go to a whole other country and not have sleep. And then you're playing back to back games and you only have a couple hours in between them and all that stuff. And then, like you said, if you're getting barraged with shots, it to me, it just sounded like it was fatigue more than anything else. And that could look like that if uh, and again, I know what fatigue is all about. A lot of people, you know, if it gets a little bit too much where people are accusing me and not hustling, then it's time for me to hang up the sneakers. But I do know what that's like, where I'm trying my best and I only have maybe 30 percent of my best. So if I'm lunging or a step behind, I'm still going as hard as I can. And that's just my point of view in defense of of, uh, of the Team USA goalie. And I, I get what you're saying. and I, And I appreciate the honesty. And you know what you're talking about because you're an actual goalie. So uh, that's just my little on the other side of the of the coin there. Because like as you pointed out, and that's true, and you got to say it, the Czech Republic definitely keeping things in there, at least giving themselves the best chance out of any team hmm. to benefit. And probably well, again that whenever you're the host country of a World Cup soccer, whatever it is, usually the home country gets the best of the schedule. And things of that nature, and this just sounds like uh, typical unsportsmanlike, I guess. <laughs> you know, if, if you're giving yourself an edge when you really don't deserve one.
0: Yeah, and, and again, uh, like she's in a world championship tournament. I'm not. I yeah, you know, I'm correct. just, I'm just a guy sitting on my couch, you know, armchair, goalieing this game. Like, I, you know, I, I'm not saying she's a bad goalie. Uh, she no. could easily be a better goalie than me. You know, and and she's very young still. So I'm not. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, and in you know, I'm I've had games where I, I've you know had those kind of uh, lapses in judgment or or uh, you know mental focus, and I'm sure that the players playing in front of me have had those games where they're scoring and I'm leaking like a sieve, and they're just like, come on, just stop a shot, just stop one shot, you know. It goes both ways and it's nobody's fault. It's just you're frustrated and you're passionate and it's just sports, you know, and the teammates were very supportive of her and they they, they were all trying, you know, and to their credit, to the U.S. team's credit, in the second half of the third period, they did turn it on. They, I, I Maybe it's just the two games were finally catching up with the Czech team. But the U.S. got their chances and they earned them like it wasn't just the goal. They only scored one goal, but it wasn't a cheapie like they just happened to get a breakout and they managed to score a great breakaway goal or or, you know, they or a fluke or whatever. it was earned like they were in the offensive zone and credit to the Czech team for playing hard defense. But the U.S. team was able to take a puck off of the check sticks when they were trying to clear three or four times on that sequence to set up the goal. So they the the US team just kept plugging away down 5 nothing at that point and they managed to score. So, you know, good for them. Good for them for not giving up.
1: Yeah, and we're rooting for you girls and and guys out there too for the under 16 boys and and the under 20 women. So obviously, team USA, you have that uh, crest or logo on your chest and 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 we're behind you 100%. So Good luck to uh, our Team USA players out there. And, uh, yeah, hopefully the worst is over.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, let's hope for a good tournament, regardless of who wins. I know this is going to sound very, like, you know, lovey-dovey, kind of, oh, everybody, let's just have a great time. But, seriously, you're out there, you're playing deck hockey. Yes, you're trying to win a game, but at the end of the day, everybody wants to you know have fun and everybody wants to just play a good game so i I hope everybody can play a good game i hope there are no injuries i hope uh you know i hope it's just a good tournament all around both sides
1: exactly amen to that and uh you know sometimes i'm 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 not as professional as the American Rhino is, so I, a lot of times I get in trouble for wearing my heart on my sleeve, so uh, go Team USA. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but exactly right. Well said, American Rhino. And oh, that's no, the whole
0: point of this tournament, too. Don't get me wrong. I bleed red, white, and blue. Oh, uh, yeah. I have, I have a definite favorite in this tournament. I'm just saying. You know, I I want it American Rhino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, read With between the, the lines. The helmet and the pads. And just from a kind of a logistical standpoint i will say like the moscow tournament a few weeks ago there is no play-by-play in this tournament which is a crying shame amen to that oh if only we knew some people who could do play-by-play hey you tried man yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) the beatles were rejected too so Mm -hmm. could put that in perspective
0: yeah but they did have ringo they did. They did. <laughs> um, so, and, and just one final note on this tournament. If you are interested in following, but don't know where to watch, or don't know how to keep up, or just don't have the time, we are trying to track it as best we can on our Facebook page. So, we will try and keep you updated on the situation. And if you go to our Facebook page, you know, Facebook.com/slash hit the deck. You can see we we've been today. We posted links to the streams for the women's games. Uh, I posted the final for one of the men's games or boys games, and we're going to keep doing that. So if you want to keep up with this tournament, go right over to our Facebook page. And if you you know aren't if you haven't liked us on Facebook, it's one click. Just like us, like don't you don't don't you like us? We want you to like us. We're very likable. Yeah, I think so we just have that kind of face sure we're good boys that's
1: true that is true <laughs> but uh yeah so we just want to specifically jackie spiegel is a really good friend of the podcast and she was kind enough to send information on the tournament and everything else that uh she's responsible for the women's teams and taking care of them so she's actually a bench coach for the under 20 women team. And uh, she's um, along with Meg Habina, I believe is how you pronounce her name. She's also a bench coach and head coach, Larry Furman. So good luck to the three of you and the uh, team USA.
0: Plus I'm sure that everybody's going to have a very long flight home when this is all over. So in addition to our fond wish that you bring home some gold for the 4th of July, might I suggest we've got 104 episodes of hit the deck. I'm sure your, your players haven't listened to all of them. So, you know, we're, we're, we're ripe for the enjoyment. If I might be so bold. Great advice, sir. (laughs) And uh, as the
1: American Rhino was saying, and, and again, this is from Jackie Spiegel. She was kind enough to send the women's schedule and we have the under 16 boys, both red and blue schedules as well. So as we said on June 28th, which has already passed, Uh, Team USA played the UK, this is the under 20 women, and they played the Czech Republic. Then on June 29th, if you hear the day that Gary uploads this podcast, at 11 a.m. local time, USA versus Canada, and then on June 30th at 7 a.m. local time, uh, Eastern Standard Time, by the way, it's uh, USA versus Slovakia, and then July 1st are the medal games or the, the final games for the USA under 20 women. For the under 16 boys blue team on the 28th, that was uh, they had two games that passed. They played Canada West and Poland. On the 29th, they play the Czech Republic.
0: Mm, and on watch the 30th, that one.
1: Yes. And on the 30th, it's Switzerland versus USA Blue. And the same thing for July 1st. That's their finals. And for Team USA under 16 boys red team on June 28th, they just had one game that was versus Canada East. And they're off to a great start. And on the 29th, it's the United Kingdom. And on the 30th of their two games, USA Red, under 16 boys, Slovakia. And they finish up with, guess who, the Czech Republic.
0: Oh, our, our rivals. I insist yeah. that that the Czech Republic is quickly becoming a quite pronounced rival for the USA. As much as Canada is in ice hockey, I think the Czech Republic is in ball hockey. That it seems my, that way. Yeah, that's my observation from the last couple of years. It's consistent. So, uh, you know, USA, USA, USA. And again, just, uh, you know, we're not trying to beat this over your
1: heads or anything like that. But uh, the, No, no, yeah, this is a changing gears a little bit about promoting our podcast, is if you listen to HTD 91, the American Rhino and I talked about the under 14 team for boys and a lot of those guys came from Massachusetts in that area. And uh, so this is completely separate. This is the under-16 team for the World Cup. So if you had that in mind, uh, th- this is a different tournament.
0: Yeah, don't get confused. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking that, about.
1: That, that, that's fine. Neither do I. So that, that, that's good. Also, to qualify for the World Championship tournaments, if you're interested, You have to be your national teams, you know, Team USA and so on and so forth. They must be ISBHF members to qualify and then they could practice and try out. And then from there on, go and compete if they make the rosters. And good luck to them. Absolutely. And one final note, again, from our good friend Jackie Spiegel. In the future, both Masters teams, and that's the blue and the red teams we were talking about, Will be competing at the 2018 ISBHF Senior World Wall Hockey Championship, and that will be September 26th through the 30th in Bermuda.
0: Ah, hockey in paradise, or so I've heard. Oh boy! I mean, I can like—is that that's considered the Caribbean or Caribbean, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So, I've never been to one of those tropical islands or anything like that, and honestly, I don't have a lot of interest in going. But I, I know that they are a desirable location for many people. And if nothing else, it should be a beautiful place to play hockey. So uh, a beautiful setting for hockey uh, played by some beautiful ladies. I have no doubt. So, uh, you know, that should be a great thing to watch out for.
1: Yeah. And as the American Rhino said, you're going to need some broadcasters and we'd be more than happy <laughs> to make the sacrifice to be on location and call those games for you.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to be around the 26th to the 30th. We'll see. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I I'd... can make some room in my calendar.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, that would be so much fun to have the headsets on and then uh, having our Bermuda shorts on and our toes in the sand, calling the games. That would be
0: great. Do Is this one of those locations where we have to wear like a shirt and tie and a sport coat and like shorts? Cause it's not visible. <laughs> Flip flops. I'll do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're professionals. You betcha. I'm sure it's going to be hot in Bermuda, but James, I'll take the physical challenge.
1: Well done, sir.
0: Yeah, all right. Let's finish this thing.
1: <laughs> Last minute
0: remaining in the podcast. Thank you, Pops. Okay, so that's going to wrap up another episode of Hit the Deck. Thank you for joining us for this 40-some-odd, 50. Oh, we're over 50. Great. 50-some 50 minutes of nonsense. We appreciate every one of you for listening to us and uh, we want to thank you for doing so and you know tell your friends if you enjoy the podcast for whatever reason please tell your friends we want to thank pops for being the voice of the podcast we want to thank the liq for sound effects and anthony Sejaisi for providing music to the podcast and uh, we want to thank each and every one of you who have subscribed to this podcast be it on itunes or apple podcast now i suppose stitcher I understand there is a new app on Android devices, Google Podcasts. So you can go ahead and jump on there. And and, uh, if you have one of those devices, you can no doubt find us there. The Podbean app, wherever you happen to have subscribed to this podcast, we thank you for doing so. And if you have not already, we would love to thank you. So please consider doing so so that we can do that. While you're subscribing to things, YouTube, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It would help us out enormously. I cannot tell you how much it would help us. We would really appreciate it. It would help us only slightly less than it would help us to go on iTunes and leave us a review. If you could do that, if you could find five minutes in your day to go on iTunes, find Hit the Deck, and leave us a review on there so other people could know about the podcast and find the podcast. I can't tell you how indebted we would be to you for doing that. We would really, really genuinely appreciate it. And uh, so... All that being said, if you would like to contact us, if you'd like to comment on the podcast, or if you have a suggestion for a topic, or if you just want to shoot the breeze, if you want to get in touch with us, there are so many ways you can do so. Please feel free to email us at hitthedeck, that is D-E-K, hitthedeck at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at pod, and you can get us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at deck. And of course, as I mentioned, our YouTube channel, you can leave us comments or whatever. We, we are not hard men to find. So uh, all that being said, James, is there anything that you would care to contribute to this final portion of the podcast?
1: I would. Thank you. Don't forget, speaking of great deck tournaments, the 2018 Summer Shootout, of course, our good friend Kevin Frost and the Raleigh Street Hockey League. Again, we will have links to that for you to check out on Facebook and Twitter. And also very, very, very happy 4th of July, everybody out there. Have a safe 4th of July and happy birthday, America.
0: Amen. It is one of my favorite holidays. It is one of my highlights of the year. I, your humble American rhino, I'm sure you can reach your own conclusions as to why that might be the case. So thank you for that, James. Thank you. I echo your sentiments about a happy and safe 4th of July. Please don't blow off your fingers. You need them for hockey. Don't do anything stupid. It's just pretty colors and loud bangs like you can watch those on TV. Don't like, don't endanger yourself just for a few seconds of, oh, look at all the pretty colors. Come on. You're smarter than that. You listen to this podcast. You must be smarter than that. Or brain damaged, in which case, haven't you suffered enough? Regardless. Anyway. <laughs> So with all that being said, I I feel like I've said with that being said about six times already. So I will stop saying with all that being said and just say it. I would, of course, urge you always and forever to remember that whether you are out there playing hockey in the name of barbecue or growing the game with your community, whether you are an international hockey representative playing in a worldwide tournament tournament, or whether you're just sitting on your couch, armchair, goaling, Regardless of whatever you find yourself doing, I would, of course, urge you to remember it's Deck Hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I'm going to die. <coughs> if I no. do, I trust you to edit the podcast. <laughs> I'm going down with the ship, my friend. It's my That's last what? will and testament. Dang. <laughs>